All right, Mark, welcome back. Another one. Rory, how you doing? How's the yeah. holiday? All good, yeah. Holiday was great. Um, always good to be back though. That's the main thing. Absolutely. Um, I mean, this week, obviously last week we had a bit of a quiet week in markets. You sort of had the reins on the app in terms yeah. of the content going out. I mean, fill me up, fill me in. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, again, quiet week. I think sort of the main headlines were, you know, the back of uh where we were with Bitcoin and Binance and the SEC you know, moving in, kind of uh, putting a few um, lawsuits in place, you know, a bit messy on that sort of front. You know, we saw Bitcoin react drop off by about a grand or so next day, making it back and now seems to be consolidating. So largely on phase on that front, that was kind of, you know, the main news in the back yeah. of last week. Um, Central Bank of Australia. Yeah, yeah, S&P. Broke this week. The flirting with the forty three hundred last week. Now we're about forty three sixty, forty three fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was you know relatively quiet. I mean, Credit Suisse was probably you know another big headline that kind of lingered from last week into this week with you know UBS finalising their takeover. Um, so you know, I think it's very much you know kind of during the blackout period, typically uh, relatively quiet in terms of market action. But you know. Basically, the headlines was kind of dominated by movement into the S&P bull run. And now it's kind of come in full swing and kind of sets us up nicely with regards to obviously the CPI print today. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. It's absolutely it's really interesting to see how, you know, CPI came in better. And I think, you know, pause is probably looking likely. Yeah, I mean, what is it? It's only like 5% priced in now or something. Hike tomorrow, we're basically right down 95% confidence that we're going to see a pause tomorrow. I think, obviously, after what was CPI today, 4% versus 4.1 expected. I mean, it, yep. fell, it fell, what, 90 basis points from the last? It was 4.9, yep. now down to 4. I mean, as we said, Mike, we're now starting to approach that level where it's coming down into 3, coming down really in you know to the target inflation yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, great, great point there as well, Rory, with, you know, it, it's dropped off quite a bit, you know, 90 basis points. That's very, very significant yeah. um, in terms of obviously what that means moving forwards. Well, we would like to think terminal rate is in view. If it's not five and a quarter, five and a half, maybe. But, you know, the talk is of, as, as we just said, pause seems to be the most likely outcome with the decision uh, tomorrow. So, it's going to be, or, or is it the day? I can't remember. But um, and yeah. the main thing is, obviously, you know, people are anticipating the end. And we've kind of seen on the back of that, well, look at the S&P. Yeah. You know, 4350, as of recording this, you know, equities on a bull run. Mm-hmm. NASDAQ doing very well, too. Um, It's just been very, very interesting to see how this landscape's played out. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as well, just looking here at core inflation as well. Obviously, it's coming out of 53 you know, previous was 5.5, but expected was 5.3. I mean, core inflation's coming down slightly, but still quite sticky at around that five level, you know, just yeah. five. One of the things, you know, I know me and you have very obviously similar views in terms of we thought that interest rates maybe would keep continue higher and higher. There is now the possibility that they may not continue higher and higher for now. There might be mm-hmm. a pause for a while. I certainly, I'm, I'm really going to stick with it, Mike, that I don't think we're going to start to see any cuts. You know, no. I think... If you know, we're starting to see what is it two price cuts later this year, or maybe if it's three, but I think it's two that are being priced into the market for the Fed to cut 
I just don't see any reason to cut rates. I mean, yes, inflation's coming down nicely. Unemployment rates are very steady. Markets are rallying. I mean, to me, yep. it, sound, it sounds like a bit of a soft landing might be coming. So let's just run with it for for the for a few minutes here that that we have a soft landing. Well, what does that mean? Well, we have a soft landing. Everything runs smooth. So what's the need to um, what's the need to intervene then with lower interest rates and start cutting? Well, there isn't any, in my opinion. You know, the only reason you cut is when the economy or, you know, or labor market or something is under severe pressure. That's the only time you really start to cut interest rates or there's maybe a bit of deflation. That would be the only time you'd maybe start to look at cutting interest rates. So I don't think now we're going to see that. I think we'll maybe see a pause. As you say, we might see terminal rates here, five and a quarter, five and a half. How long we could be there for, who knows? We might see a hike here and there. It might continue. There might be, you know, 25 basis point hike every two to three meetings. Who knows? But yeah, I think. No, I, I think, think I think you're bang on, Rory, with regards to, you know, uh, cuts. I, again, you know, you're preaching to the choir here. You know, my, my viewpoint is near enough the same. I don't see a cut, uh, you know, throughout the rest of the year, if I'm being completely honest. No. I think the US are in a very privileged position with regards to, you know, first to the dance with regards to raising rates. And now uh, things are moving nicely in their favour. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, sort of uh, the, uh, how would I say, you know, the, the, the kind of problems that people anticipate coming down towards these lower levels was, mm-hmm stubbornness and stickiness in the inflation numbers uh you know when they were printed you know not moving lower you know two three prints the same number and we haven't seen that yet so obviously that's a good sort of indication that you know the feds are doing a good job um Mm -hmm. look i would play it why listen i would play it safe if you can pause and then obviously wait and use next month's nfp um as an indication as to you know whether the pause has had an impact or not again look at some of the uh unemployment figures as well i would ba- i would basically see just how much improvement happens without you know raising rates without action from the fed obviously there's a lag with regards to you know the impact on the real economy typically two to three months so if the fed can get away without having to intervene you know in the next meeting beyond this and beyond that well, then, you know, it's letting the economy do its thing. Yeah. And I think that kind of needs to happen. But largely, it seems as though it's more optimistic or in terms of, you know, just general market consensus on the back of this anyway. Yeah, I think one of the key things you said there was definitely letting the market do its, you know, its own thing. Don't try and control it. You don't try and control rates every single meeting. Yeah. Just let it flow. You know, I think, in my opinion, it's if you're going to be behind the curve, be behind the curve in terms of, uh, cutting rates and not having to raise rates because I feel like you can cut rates a lot quicker than you can raise rates, you know, and I mm. feel like th- that's definitely something that's, you know, uh, been illustrated in the past. I mean, you know, after 9-11, things like that, we've we seen interest rates were slashed, you know, GFC interest rates were slashed, COVID interest rates were slashed. You know, if, if you ever do come into them difficult periods, you can slash interest rates. And what it yep. does is it positively affects the market. But absolutely. if you're if you're looking to raise interest rates and you absolutely hike interest rates by let's say you know one base you know by hundred basis points or hundred and fifty basis points which they've never done but if you did do something like that the market would crash you know everything would yeah. tumble so yeah I think that I think that's just something to always bear in mind that if if all hell breaks loose you can always slash interest rates again because absolutely fed no stra- back pocket yeah, yeah. Fed, are, fed are no strangers to it now so let them continue no. long may it last. 
Absolutely. Um, I look, the market's responding positively. Like, you know, we're seeing, you know, nice moves with regards to equities. Um, again, you know, Rory, I'm sure you may argue that, you know, tech still seems to be dominating, you know, uh, headlines. But indexes on on the whole are performing pretty well, especially in the States. Um, there's a lot to be optimistic for. Obviously, gold as well seems to be around that 1950 level, not making any drastic moves anytime soon. Yeah. Which is which is sensible, I think, in terms of you know risk sentiment because, uh, listen, we've seen how you know rate hikes can you know really catch uh, some banks unawares with regards to their balance sheets. I'm, I'm kind of referring back to SVB and all the sort of regional turmoil that we saw in the uh, US mm-hmm. with the regional banks. Um, but you know, it, it, it's 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 a nice time in the market. I think, if I'm being completely yeah. honest, Rory, I don't really see too many dangerous danger signs at the minute. Um, you know, look, hats off to the Fed. Really, you know, they're, they're doing a good job. Uh, they they in in my eyes can't really do much wrong at the moment. Yeah, exactly. I, I would 100 percent agree. And as much as I think, you know, as much as we've both said that there's probably more buying opportunities to come, that markets could fall from here. I mean. Just looking at how things are going, you take the take the charts out of it. How the data looks, I think the data looks yeah. okay. Is it a yeah. time to invest a lot of money into the market and go long? I think that's a very debatable topic. I think that's Absolutely, one, yeah, yeah. That's a very very debatable topic. That, however, I think this is a perfect market for stock pickers. Um, one of the things I'm going to reference is actually in the app. I'm sure you've seen it earlier. I shared the portfolio we have. So yep. we. Remember, we chose a few stocks. We put it in. Is there like, what, 15 or 20 stocks? I think there's 20 stocks in there. Mm. And the portfolio is up over 4.5%. There you go. In the last month. So, I mean, it's, you know, it sort of goes to show that it's really a stock picker's market. If you can find good ideas that are going up and good ideas that are going down and everything else in between, I think that's how you're going to make money. Yeah, no, well said. Well said. I feel as though, you know, um, macro is still somewhat volatile. I'm just talking about the whole macro economic environment as a whole um there's you know various moving parts and they're not all singing to the same tune yeah and so look when you see a bit of a respite in markets as a whole and i'm largely referring to indexes when i say that you know when they're you know moving north and it seems to be going rosy don't fight it (laughs) exactly simply is simply what i'm saying exactly don't fight the fed well obviously um you know this week one of the main things we had was today was the CPI. I think that was the main print or the, the main headline really this week. Not Absolutely. just in the US, but across really all markets. And um, this morning we're seeing UK unemployment. So that unexpectedly fell. You know, we're obviously uh-huh. still seeing the high levels of inflation here in the UK, which I mean we would probably dream of the sticky inflation the US is seeing now in the core. But anyway, um tomorrow then we see PPI month on month and then the Fed interest rate decision, which is now yeah. obviously priced to be 525 just to stay the same. Yeah. We also actually have dot plots coming out tomorrow as well, economic projections and the Fed conference. Thursday then, um, European deposit rate as well. They're obviously looking to hike another 25 basis points as well as GS retail sales and ECB press conference to follow. Then on Friday, we have the um, UMCSI, University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment. So quite a busy mm-hmm. week. I mean, you know, with UK, European, US data, quite a busy week. And then obviously next Wednesday, we have inflation rate in the UK expected to be uh, 8.4. So yeah, well, um, I think, you know, kind of following on from the US, I feel as though people are kind of looking at Europe. Yeah. And again, you know, pricing in 25, 
I don't think there's going to be anything too turbulent now. I think they're going to do what they're, they're saying they're going to do, but I feel as though people are going to buy a pass that and look straight to the UK. Yeah. Uh, in addition to what you said, yes, you know, um, figure earlier today wasn't what we needed. Uh, no. But in addition to that, again, which is probably more important, well, I would say more important, but just as important, but very significant, and I think a few people missed it, was wage growth. Well, wage growth is on the up. So as far as I'm concerned, Bank of England still has a ways to go. And yeah. I definitely feel as though they almost need to put the pedal down a bit more um, because, look, we, we've got so much work to do. We're so far behind any of the other, you know, G7, G10 countries with regards to the battle against inflation. So... Somebody in the BOE needs to pull the finger out as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, you, if you're seeing inflation coming down and wage growth growing, obviously the gap in between the spread there is getting tighter. And that's not really a good sign, you know, in terms of forward-looking inflation, you know, implied inflation there. Um, I mean, one thing, you know, I think we'll discuss lastly just before we finish is sort of talking about cable. You know, one of the favourite FX pairs that everybody talks about. But, you know, it's really just drawn to my attention. I was away for a week. And every sort of morning I thought about cable and I was thinking, I think there's a really good long position to be taken in cable soon. Told I mean, you that. Yeah. Been I saying think, it. I've been I've been calling it. I think I I genuinely think 140 is back in the bag. We could go back up to 140. I I, gen, I genuinely think we could. If I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, 140 is uh is a long call in terms of a longer play. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, 125, 126, these are hurdles we need to clear. And when I mean clear, I don't mean clear as in, you know, break through them. I mean, we need to see trading above that. So when I say clear them, I'm talking about, you know, that price action ticking up to 128 yeah. and hovering around there for a while. That's what I mean by, oh, well, we've cleared 125, 126. Yeah. And my 140, kind of, I don't mean by next week or, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, of course, month. absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm really thinking, you know, now I think tomorrow is going to play a big part in how well cable performs i think sterling again we've said this before and um, obviously i called it a bit too early with regards to you know the last time the boe uh you know heights i thought mm -hmm. we were going to break one two five and start moving up towards that 130 level but now you know with regards to um releases from the uk and you know wage growth yeah we've got to turn it up a bit i feel yeah. it's uh, 130 is probably you know within you know the space of a month or two and you know, towards the end of the year, I feel as though the US are probably going to pause more often than not. Or, you know, um, yes, we we don't agree that there will be cuts, but you know, it's then chance for the UK to really put yeah put their their money where their mouth is and, and raise that you know that base rate. Um, yeah, and so, something I would something as well I would think is if sorry to interrupt, but just while it come to my mind, I thought I would say. It is how likely is the scenario that the US will cut while the UK is potentially still hiking? I mean, that... Could, big, big, I think, yeah. That's something that could also be looked at. You know, so... Yeah, I, yeah I, listen, as, I reckon that's at least a 60 70% chance that happens. Yeah, and if or when that happens, that's when you would really see a lot of money starting to flow out of dollar into, into pound, and then that's obviously when you're going to see cable massively tick up. You know, it's not going to move from bang on the money rules. It's not going to move from on 125 to 126. It's going to go 125, 130, 135. You know, it'll massively bang on the money, move. mate. You know, and that's something as well. Just you know, sort of a week away from the charts. That's something I just was sort of thinking. You, know, what is this? What is the likelihood of this actually happening? 
US cutting interest rates, what's the likelihood of it happening this year? For me, I think it's quite slim. Next year, mm. I think it's a, it's a possibility. Next year, what's the chances of the BOE hiking? I think it's still quite, you know, quite a good uh, chance of that. You know, and that's why I'm going to run with the long cable bets for now. Mate, I'm in so, complete agreement with everything yeah. you just said. Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. All right, mate. Well, I think that'll do it for this week. Um, really good one. Just a good summary. So uh, we'll be back, obviously, next week with another one. Um, Absolutely. A lot, of, a lot of data to cover next week. So let's get to it. But just a reminder to everybody, if they do want to hear a lot more, share their own thoughts and see what our sort of thoughts are too. Make sure to join the app. You know, it's totally free. You'd be bonkers not to. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of benefit there. Look, it's free, as Rory said. Get involved. You know, post your opinion, ask questions. Listen, it's a community at the end of the day. We're all learning together. Yeah, exactly. All right, mate. Nice one. Cheers. See you next one. Thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye.